0: Welcome to Better Children's Ministry, a weekly podcast from Every Generation Ministries for anyone who wants to see children in their church transformed by the love of Jesus. Welcome to Better Children's Ministry, a podcast of Every Generation Ministries. My name is Kelly Johnson, and I am here today with Tara Thomas. How are you, Tara? I'm good. Thank you. All right. Well, my first question for you... Tell us your best, or I'm thinking maybe in this case, worst, bug-related story. Okay. It's funny because I had a story to tell you,
1: and then as you were just asking this question, I remembered one that's way worse. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> it has to do with a demonic beetle. Oh, no. So I was a camp counselor at a uh, winter camp. No, must have been summer camp for girls. And... Um, well, it was for kids, and I was, you know, in the cabin with a bunch of girls, and everyone was asleep, and we had had a couple night lights on because they were young girls, and um, this flying beetle came into oh. our room, and it kept coming up to me and only me, and <laughs> it was super loud. It was like one of those Ew. really, really loud, and so I thought, well, if I just ignore it and turn off the night lights, it'll just go away.
0: Did the girls know? They didn't
1: it? know because everybody oh, okay. was asleep. It woke me up. And that's why I say it was demonic because I felt like I was under <laughs> huge spiritual oppression at this camp to the point where I just wanted to like go home and hide under a rock. And so I thought, okay, I'll turn off the lights. So I turn off the lights and it's still, you know, it stops for a minute and then like Just as I start falling asleep, it starts buzzing around again. Oh, my gosh. And so then I decided, okay, I'm just going to put my head under my um, sleeping bag. And so I put the sleeping (laughs) bag over my head, and I'm, like, trying to breathe under my sleeping bag. And it literally is dive-bombing me. No. Me. No No one else in the room is dive-bombing me. So I hear it. It lands on the wall. And then as soon as I, like, start falling asleep, it's like, (laughs) when it hits me and... I was terrified. There was nothing I could do because if I got out of my bed, it was going to attack me. Was it one
0: of those big ones that has, like, the shiny shell?
1: It was really big,
0: yes. And so the
1: next morning, the girls, I somehow fell asleep, but I think it took hours. And, um... The girls woke up the next morning, and I hit to yelling. You know, they see this big oh, giant no. beetle in our in our cabin, so someone had to come and rescue us. And they said, next time that happens, just come tell us, and we'll get it out for you. And I was like, okay, well, what happens when it's at three
0: in the morning? I don't have a cell phone,
1: so I can't just call you. And um, I was not getting out of my covers. Oh,
0: that is nasty.
1: <laughs> it was really scary, and so that's why I call it my beetle from hell. Did someone have to squash it? Well, they just got it out of the uh, room and set it to the woods. <laughs> maybe
0: we'll put, like, a little warning in front of the story for people who are, like, squeamish about us. <laughs> that is rough. Gosh. Oh, good times. All right. Well, the focus of our episode today is on how we can show our appreciation for those who serve with us in children's ministry. Yeah. One of our goals through this podcast is to pour encouragement into our listeners with the hope that you can pour into those around you as well. And we are especially praying for you guys during this hectic holiday season because we know things tend to get a little nutty (laughs) when you've got the extra Thanksgiving services, the Christmas Eve service. You probably have some sort of program you're working on. You've probably actually been thinking about Christmas for a while, and now it's all coming to a head. Um, So we really just want to pour into you guys and encourage you guys this um, week. And uh, one of the ways we want to do that is just thinking through how we can all – show our appreciation for each other yes so whether you're leading your church's children's ministry or you're a fellow volunteer each one of us does play a part in the building up of others around us so tara i want to start with uh can you tell us some of the things you've received from others in in your ministry work that have made you feel really valued and appreciated
1: yeah i'm thinking um three things that really stand out to me so one of them um came from my children's ministry director when I was serving in children's ministry, and it was a Thanksgiving letter Hmm. that was um, written out by our children's ministry director, and it was kind of like a generalized thank you letter to everyone, but then she put a handwritten note for each individual person as well, and then mailed it to our home. Hmm. And so we just were opening our mail, and we would get this Thanksgiving letter from our children's ministry director, and it was really beautiful. And it was signed by our pastor, too. And so it just meant a lot because I knew that she had taken so much time to think about and write that ahead of time, write the letter, plus write on there, you know, in her own Mm -hmm. handwriting, something personal for me. Right. And I think it just sets you up for... um, Getting through the holiday busyness and season mm-hmm. when you think, gosh, my church loves me. They appreciate me. They're so thankful for specific things that, you know, um, I've been able to give right. or whatever. And then... Um, it just puts that little bit of oomph sometimes that you need that you're not just serving and no one's noticing someone is noticing and they're thankful for you absolutely so that's one and then i had another one i was remembering that i don't even remember what the volunteer appreciation gift was but it was the tag that was attached to it that meant so much to me so i think it was some kind of food item and someone from our congregation made um, staff appreciation gifts. And so they gave one to each staff member at the church. And the tag was so beautiful because you could tell that she had spent so much time hand-making each tag. And it was personalized with our name on it. And it was something that I wanted to keep and, like, put up on my bulletin board. It was Mm -hmm. so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I think just, like, when you see the time that someone's put into something. Absolutely. It says a lot. Yeah. And then my third one that I was thinking about was um, food-related because I think a lot of people like food-related gifts. Of course. And uh, when I was serving in mops, our leader had given us each caramel apples, Hmm. which I know is a big deal because a caramel apple is kind of an expensive gift. Right. And so she had really wanted to do this for the volunteers, and she got special approval to get, you know, budgeted funds for it. And it was just something really special that everybody was super excited mm. to get because it was unique. Yeah. And um, I think about that verse, uh, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right. And right. so... It just made me feel special to receive, like, such a nice gift. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, that only happened once in, like, 20
0: years. It's not yeah. something that happens
1: all the time. Um, so, anyway, those are the things that stand out to me.
0: I feel like I can sense a little bit of a pattern there. And from what I'm hearing you say, that the gifts that you remember are the ones um, that made you feel like someone really knew you mm-hmm. and thought about you and took the time to really consider what you would like. Right. You know, that they took some time to highlight special things that you had contributed, you know? So it's like, those are all really relational gifts, even yeah. the gift, you know, that was a little bit, um, fancier and nicer than you normally get mm-hmm. in a way like that is also relational, you Yeah, know, because they took the time and, um, and spent the money, like you said, where your treasure is there, your heart will be also, it's really special. That's awesome. So during this uh, super crazy holiday season with all the extra events and uh, there's always an increased need for volunteers, what are some ways that we can support and encourage each other? Yeah, you know
1: how when you're um, (laughs) just kind of spread so thin that you Mm -hmm. are kind of at your Wits end, and you're just kind of surviving, you're not necessarily thriving. Yeah, um, you yourself need a little extra encouragement, and then you can imagine the people around you are having the same experience. You know, I think about me and my kids when we're busy and hectic and running to and fro, that's when they need the most encouragement and that's when I'm least likely to give it. Right, right. (laughs) And I think the same happens with volunteers. You know, we're running around trying to get everything covered Mm -hmm. and they are feeling the pressure because there's usually more kids around the holiday times and, or there's more spots to fill. And, um, or the crafts are more intricate. There's just a lot that goes into this time of year. Mm-hmm. And we really want to um, stop and you know be filled with Jesus' love and then able to have that flow out of us into the volunteers and out of us into the children. Absolutely. And so just taking that time to um, be gentle and kind to mm-hmm. one another And to check in with someone, see how they're really doing, see Mm -hmm. what they might need prayer for, um, encouraging them, letting them know that you appreciate them and see them, you know, words of affirmation, that kind of thing.
0: I think it's a good way um, to remind people that the relationship there is more important. You know, when you do things like that, you're telling them my relationship with you, your relationship with God, my relationship with God, those take precedence over, you know, making sure that everyone in the choir has the correct white shirt on and making sure that all (laughs) the kids know their lines. Even though, you know, we wanna do things with excellence. When you stop in the middle of your hectic day to to share appreciation with someone, you're signaling to them, this relationship is a priority for me. And that just is, it is, it's so encouraging in itself. So yeah, that's really beautiful. So what does God's word say about why and how we should show our appreciation for those who are serving?
1: Uh, I was thinking about um, Ephesians 4.29. Um, The second part of this verse uh, means a lot to me. You know, this is um, part of the instruction that Paul is giving the Ephesians. And so the first part talks about do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. But the second part where it says, but only what is helpful for building others up Mm-hmm. According to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Mm-hmm. And so I think things like speaking words mm-hmm. of affirmation, writing that letter, mm-hmm. um, giving a volunteer appreciation gift with a note attached or a personalized, mm-hmm. you know, name tag or something like that mm-hmm. um, really builds others up. And it's um, if we can do it according to their needs, that's that's even better. Right. Um that it's really going to benefit them. Mm-hmm. And then um, Romans 12 says, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Mm. And we really, I think, benefit from honoring one another mm-hmm. and uh, lifting others up. Imagine what it would be like if we all tried to like outdo each other right. in our relationships with doing yeah. um, good for one another or building one another
0: up. Right. That's a really beautiful turn of phrase, outdo one another and showing honor. Wow, I love that. So, what encouragement do you have for leaders who are looking for creative ways to show their appreciation this year? You know, I was thinking about something
1: that I've noticed that volunteers love, and that is something that happens on a regular basis. So, for example, something that was started at my church a long time ago was a giving of a Christmas angel gift. Mm-hmm. So let's see. One, two, three, four. I think five children's ministry directors ago, many, <laughs> many, many years ago, someone had the idea of giving a Christmas gift to every children's ministry volunteer that had served any time throughout the year. And that gift happened to be a Christmas angel angel ornament for their tree Mm -hmm. and they had put a little tag on the angel that said something like um, you know thank you for serving our children Mm and in in 19 you know the year 1999 Uh or something so I had the year and the thank you and then it was boxed or wrapped up somehow beautifully and then on the outside tag it had their printed pre-printed name on it so that the recipient knew that we had taken the time ahead or that she had Mm -hmm. taken the time ahead of time to pre-print their name. Mm -hmm. And so everyone that served in children's ministry or at least every couple got Mm -hmm. one of these Mm -hmm. angels for their tree. And so then the next year, um, the new children's ministry director said, Oh, I have to keep up that, um, that, um, tradition Tradition of giving the Christmas angel. So every year she would do a different Christmas angel and it would have a different little saying on it. Thank you for being an angel to our kids or something like that. And then um, it just became this thing that happened every year. And then then we had another children's ministry director and then I came in Mm -hmm. and I was talking to her, this children's ministry director I had had, about it. And it was so funny because she said years later she found out that it had never even been a tradition. She always just assumed it was our church's Christmas tradition. (laughs) And she was talking to the original uh, director that had started it, and she was like, oh, I love that you kept that up that's such a great idea. And it was so funny because she's like, oh, I just realized it was never a tradition Uh until I (laughs) made it accidentally a tradition. And the thing that was so cool is that there were children's ministry volunteers that had little Christmas trees set up where they had collected the you know, Aww, ornaments over yeah. the years and it was just their angel tree ornament Aww. and they had collected all the angels from all the years that they served. That. So they might have a tree with 15 Christmas angels right. on it. That and they... it may
0: represent decades of service. That's yeah. so special. Wow. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love it because number one, you know, like you said, you can look back and see like the years of your service mm-hmm. and sort of just think about and reflect about like what God has done through you and, and to you through that. And the other thing I think that is so cool about that is I'm sure people look forward to getting it. Yes. You know? They do. If we ever stopped, they would be sad. Right. Yeah. And that is just so cool. I love that tradition built into the culture of your church where people are, like, wondering, what angel am I going to get this year? Yes.
1: Everyone wonders what it's going to look like. You know, we went through a lot of times we've either made our own or we bought one and the package was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Or we've just had all different kinds of of things and our new children's ministry director has kept it up. And uh, it's really neat because each individual area person that oversees an area, so mm-hmm. like the preschool director, the elementary director, mm-hmm. the midweek director, all those different people, give them out as their Christmas gift that they're giving their volunteers. Because we we all get together and make them at the same time. Awesome. It's like a party where yeah. the leaders get to make them. and And then we give them out individually as gifts to our volunteers. And so it's really special. I love that.
0: So any other encouragement you guys have?
1: Well, as you were saying earlier, we just wanted to let you guys know that we're praying for you during this hectic holiday season. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to say a prayer before we end. Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this season that you have sent your son to come to this earth to be born, to live a perfect life and um, die on a cross for our sins. And... We just pray that as we um, have these extra services and these extra opportunities to love on these children that we would remember uh, why it is we're doing this uh, because you love us and because we love you and because we want to tell others of you and what you've done for us. And I just pray that we can keep that first and foremost in our minds during this holiday hectic season. And I pray that you would give us each the refreshing to our souls that we need during this time, So that, especially praying for myself here, so that we can be kind to others and gentle with others so that um, they would see your love coming through us. And I pray that you would give us the ability to um, be that encourager to other people Um, fill us with your love so that we can be that encourager to other people. We ask all
0: these things in your son Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Tara, for being here. Yes. And Thank you to everyone who's taken the time this week to listen to this episode. We truly hope that you guys feel encouraged and um, we hope you have just a wonderful holiday season and awesome Thanksgiving and um, that you're feeling Uh, encouraged, like Tara said, um, just by the true miracle that Christmas is, and that um, we take some time to reflect on that amidst all the chaos. We look forward to uh, chatting about something new and exciting next week.
1: Thanks for listening to
0: Better Children's Ministry. To learn more about EGM, go to egmworld.org.